put a fire in your corn. Welcome back to another episode of the Trip Walton Show. I am your host, Betty Burns, and today we have the one and only Trip Walton in the studio. How's it going, Trip? Going good. Good morning. Good morning. So before we get started on our topic today, which is going to be about Alabama's new hands-free driving law, um, because it's kind of new, I want to kind of tell our listeners about yourself, what it is that you do. I do... Personal injury cases, wrongful death cases, and criminal cases. And that's what I've been doing for 40-something years. So in the past 40 years, do you think that you've seen like an increase in one or the other types of cases? Probably more criminal cases than we used to have, and certainly more domestic violence cases than I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. Why? Well, used to, they weren't mandatorily... um, Required to arrest. They'd go to the house. They'd work out the couple's problems, do a little psychology, and calm everybody down and leave. Not so anymore. So you don't think there's an increase in domestic violence, just an increase of people getting arrested for it? I, I don't know exactly which way it goes, but I do know that most venues, the officers are required to make their arrests even though everybody's patched it up and shaking hands and saying, you know, we want to sing Kumbaya out here in the yard. It's 4th of July. Somebody's going to jail. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. I've seen that. I think that they like required to, at the very minimum, take one person away. Right. How long do you have to hold them in jail for? I think it's 12 to 24 hours. 12 to 24. Cool and off period. I mean, that's a pretty good cool off period. Yeah. Depending on how mad you are, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I'd be pretty more, I think I'd be more mad I was in jail. <laughs> Well, <laughs> jail has a way of calming people down, particularly when they've never been in jail before. Yeah, I think I'd probably actually just be like hysterically crying the whole time. Yeah. So, it's, uh, uh, The only hobby I really have is working out. Uh, you know, we have a nice gym here at the office and a sauna and I have a red light system. And, you know, since I just had major back surgery, I'm sort of rehabbing. So, um uh, it's good. Well, good. Speaking of red lights, I got myself a red light. It's like a LED mask, and I look ridiculous with it on. But I read that it does all these different, yeah. like it has all these health benefits or whatever, and it was like on sale, and so I bought it. Carl thinks I'm an insane, but I do, and I look like I'm a, it's a Halloween mask because it's got little little holes for the eyes, yeah. and, you know, and it just lights up, and I wear it for like, you know, they say you have to build it up. So I've been doing it for like 10 to 15 minutes a day, trying to build up to like 30 minutes. But it's got all different color lights. Oh, yeah. On it. It's probably got infrared in it, too. Uh, I've got the big apparatus light, but I also have a slipper that I slip on my foot. It's like a bedroom slipper, and it's full really? of red lights. Huh. Well, what's that, that supposed for, to do? Same thing as, a, you know, help with healing, help with nerve damage. Uh, help with pain, all that kind of stuff. So it's pretty neat. And I've noticed a big difference. I've also noticed a big difference since I started putting castor oil on my body. Castor oil? Castor oil. Like old, from the old school, old school castor oil. castor oil with maybe a touch of spearmint uh, oil. And it, uh, it's pretty... And were you just all over or just like on joints? I put or? it on where it hurts, where I have nerve damage from surgery and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, or swelling in my feet and ankles. And, 
you know, comp- compression socks are great too. I feel like an idiot walking. I feel like a boy scout when I have on shorts and knee high socks walking around the house. <laughs> if anybody comes to the front yeah, door, I hide. <laughs> but, uh, you know, when you get older, you just have to do things to keep things in check. But the red light stuff, uh, if it works, I'm going to be back to normal before long because I've been using it for quite some time. And I've noticed a big difference. I mean, honestly, I've noticed a big difference in the past, you know, I'd probably say just like week and a half or yeah. two weeks just with you in the office, just like your movement, everything from movement to just... It's good for your skin. It's good for lots of things. So, you know, if people are wondering what we're talking about, they go on the internet to red light and, and, and infrared is one thing and then red light's another thing. I do them both. I have a sauna with infrared in it, and my red light has infrared in it, so I get a mixture of both. And is that sauna that we have here at the office? I've never gotten in it before, yeah. but is it like a, does it make you sweat? Yeah, it's an infrared. It, it doesn't get as hot as your typical sauna. It gets around 140, 145 degrees, which is plenty hot, but it also has infrared in it. Okay, so that's just the benefit, because as of right now, I mean, I could probably just walk outside. Yeah. And- yeah. <laughs> And get to sit and get to sweating. (laughs) All right. Well, good. Well, thanks. Uh, I know we got a little off topic there, but that's cool. So today we're really going to be talking about Alabama's new hands-free law. So basically about a month ago, Alabama's Governor Kay Ivey signed into law Senate Bill 301. The law is now in effect and it makes it illegal for drivers in Alabama to hold a cell phone while driving. I know we talked about this a little bit yesterday. And I'm guilty. You're guilty of it. And, you know, I learned some stuff while we were doing some research for this podcast. And, you know, like the other day I was driving and I had my phone in my hand and I saw a police officer and just launched it across the car because I thought for sure I was going to jail. Yeah. Well, the the beauty (laughs) of the statute is it's a secondary offense statute, which means they have to technically stop you for something else. And then if they see that you're, you know, on your phone and whatnot, they can write your citation for that also. It's a, it's a Class C misdemeanor, which is, um, you know, you can be put in jail up to three months or fined up to $500. And some other Class C misdemeanors to compare are open container, public lewdness, harassment, and disorderly conduct. Those are Class C misdemeanors, which is... Really, the bottom of the barrel, their violations are below that, but they're the lowest. You got A misdemeanor, B misdemeanor, and a C misdemeanor. So, so it's only, not... Only three months and, and $500. So no one's getting the death penalty for this. No. And, you know, most <laughs> people won't go to jail the first time or two, but mm-hmm. uh, if they keep on... Keep know, on, Mike. Sometimes you just have to slam the door. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. Goodness. So I guess they really got descriptive when it came to a cell phone, and they referred to it as a wireless telecommunication device. Yeah, that got over my head. I didn't know what they were talking about. Yeah, I was like, what is this? And then they really they really broke it down. But I guess, you know, in order to uh, try to close any loopholes, they had to be super specific. It says that it's illegal to physically hold a wireless telecommunications device physically hold or support a device, write, send, or read any text-based communication, watch a video or movie on a wireless telecommunications device, record or broadcast a video on a wireless telecommunications device, 
or use more than a single button or swipe of a finger to initiate voice communication. So there you have it. I think they're talking about just don't have nothing in your hands. It's, you know, a phone or pad or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty much, I mean, they... I don't know they, who watches movies driving down the road, but I'm sure some people do. But, you know, this is really, we 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 do tons of car wrecks. I mean, do 150 car wrecks a year, probably. And all car wrecks are caused by somebody's inattention. Mm-hmm. And I would bet more than 50% of the time, somebody is on a device in their car. So this would help save lives and save people getting injured. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad you brought that up because I looked up yesterday and I'm saying the National Transportation Safety Board uh, was calling a distracted driving an epidemic with deadly crashes up 22% last year. No doubt about it. I mean, that's just, that's that's a lot. And then they said the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration says that more than 3,000 people died in 2020 from distracted driving. And get this, and nearly 324,000 were hurt. That's a lot of people because people won't put their phone down. Well, when you think about it, and, and I'm not uh, inspiring people to drink and drive, but a drunk driver is looking at the windshield. They're trying to look at the road most of the time. When you're looking at your phone, you ain't looking nowhere. I mean, they may, blind. they may see two or three roads, but they at least see a road. Right. So <laughs> they have, you know, if you're driving, looking at your apparatus in your hand, you can't react at all to what's going on in front of you. Uh, so you're, I think I looked at a study several years back. It was you're 24 times more likely to have a crash uh, using a device in the vehicle than a drunk driver, which is absolutely I mean, that's that's astounding. But I mean, you think about it. I mean, I think I saw a statistic one time when they were talking about, you know, the average time to look at a text was like five seconds. And what is it? You're going five football fields within a five yeah. second period. I mean, 70, 75 miles an hour, you covering, you know, 500 yards in that period. And that's uh, a lot of yards not to be looking at. I mean, it really is. I mean, that really is. So the government's not just trying to restrict people from communicating. There, there is a reason behind it. <laughs> It's safety. Right. It's safety. Yeah. Like most laws, I think there's always usually a, a solid reason behind it. And it doesn't seem like it's very, it's not overbearing. Like one of the things that like you have a, a year or until June 2024 to actually receive a citation. It looks like uh, in order for Alabamians to get used to the law. So if you do get pulled over for an initial offense, like uh, what would be initial offense? Speeding, uh, not using your blinker. Uh, in the wrong turn lane, pa- in improper passing, driving under the influence, any of those kind of things where you get stopped, the uh, phone can come into question at that point in time. Okay, but you've got a year until June 2024, and so they'll just be issuing warnings until that time. But after 2024, Tripp, you want to talk about some of the, what are what are those citations and fines going to be? After June 2024, if you're issued a citation, you will be fined $50. If you receive a second citation within 24 months of receiving the first citation, you will be fined of $100. Plus, you know, we have, State of Alabama utilizes a driver's license point system. If you get a ticket of some sort, you get certain points and you get up to a certain amount of points, 12 to 14 points in a two year period. You lose your license for 60 days, 15 to 17 points in a two year period, 90 days, 
18 to 20 points in a two-year period, 120 days. 21 to 23 points in a two-year period, 180 days. And 24 points and above in a two-year period, 365 days. So points count. And all these little tickets you get add up over time. And the points I understand for this particular citation, um, if you're using a phone or whatnot, and the arrest is properly made, the first offense is one point, the second offense is two points, the third offense is three points, and every offense thereafter is three points. So it can it can hurt people that have other a lot of points. Yeah, because I think I saw somewhere that um, reckless driving, which I think would be speeding anything over 25 or 26 miles an hour, is automatically six point. Yeah, so it's a chunk. If you could do, so if you have a heavy speeder, speeding ticket, and then you get a few of these hands-free driving tickets, you could be looking at a suspended license, yeah. and it comes with that at a, a lot of fees. Because, yeah, failure to yield the right-of-way is five points. Passing stop school bus is five points. Wrong side of the road or illegal passing is four points. Following too closely, which is amazing when you ride with somebody who follows somebody who scares me to death, is three points. Uh, Disregarding traffic control device like stop signs or traffic lights is three points. So, you know, it could add up. I mean, it gets hard to pay those fines when you can't get to work. Because you don't have a license. <laughs> exactly. You, you look at your phone or your iPad, whatever you want to look at, if you're walking down the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other thing. I went down a rabbit hole yesterday and was talking about distracted pedestrians. And it was just wild. I mean, absolutely wild. And it makes perfect sense. Because for some of you listeners, you may not know that we are located in Auburn. And uh, so we are pretty much right next door to Auburn University's campus in which, you know, obviously there's like, what, 30,000 students, and they are all distracted walkers. And it is absolutely astounding that they all haven't been hit by a car at this point. You just watch them, and they just, no one even looks. No. They have their headphones in, or in their ears, and they're reading, they're looking at their phone, and here they go across the middle of the road, expecting the traffic to stop for them, and sometimes they don't. Yeah, I mean, and we've seen some that don't. Yeah, we've done some serious cases. In mm-hmm. fact, we did one downtown Auburn on Magnolia a couple of years ago, settled for $2.5 million where our client was mowed over. Uh, they never asked us whether she was on her cell phone or had headphones. Yeah, I mean, and, and I think that people kind of get a false sense of security when they use a crosswalk. But yeah. if you're distracted walking across the crosswalk, and then the driver's distracted yes. driving through the crosswalk. You That's a bit lose, of, You don't want to lose that battle. No, I mean. You know, a brain injury or a spine injury is not worth uh, $2.5 million. And how many cars have $2.5 million? I mean, we would just be well, yeah. fortunate. Most cars have twenty five to 250000 I mean, that wouldn't even help this lady whatsoever. So we were very fortunate that uh, there was huge policy and then a million-dollar umbrella. A couple of million dollars. So be careful out there. Yeah. When students get back. I mean, it's as dead as I've ever seen Auburn this summer. I guess everybody does uh, school from on, online. I think since COVID and they just really kind of upgraded their online school system that I think most people maybe just go home yeah. now and then they just do their summer courses online, which they, makes sense. They must because there ain't nobody here. Well... Trip, thanks for coming on your show today, no and I appreciate it. And maybe next time around, guys, if you want to 
send us in some questions that you may have. We'll do our best to answer them. And we'll just try to keep you guys up to date on new legal things. And sometimes we'll just come on here and chit chat. Like about red light. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Trip, you want to tell everybody bye? Bye, everybody. <laughs> All right. Everybody, thank you for tuning in to the Trip Walton Show again. I am your host, Betty Byrne. You can find more podcast episodes of the Trip Walton Show wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to follow and subscribe so you can stay up to date on the latest legal topics and news affecting our area in East Alabama and West Georgia. Remember, if you have any legal topics or questions you would like for us to discuss, feel free to give us the call at 334-321-3000 or shoot us an email at waltonlaw at waltonlaw.com. Of course, you can always find us on various social media sites such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Thread, TikTok, and all the others. We look forward to getting some feedback from our listeners and potentially answering any legal questions that you may have. Thanks again for tuning in for another episode of The Troop Walton Show. And remember, no representation is made that the quality of legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services to be performed by another lawyer. Accident, DUI, wrongful death? Contact the Walton Law Firm, 334 321 3000.